In this special bonus episode, I want to introduce you to someone who's really special to me, one of my one-on-one coaching clients who happens to have a very interesting and unique story. My client Amber entered motherhood in a very untraditional way. She met her husband shortly after he lost his wife to a brain tumor. His wife was pregnant with their second baby girl, who was born at 28 weeks, the day that her mother passed away. So Amber met her husband, who now had two baby girls, whose wife had just passed away, and they got married, and just two months later, Amber got pregnant with another baby girl. So zero to three little girls and a new marriage all within a year. Certainly a lot for anyone to take on and adjust to. Now, I'm going to let Amber tell you the full story in this episode. And you're going to love this episode because if you've ever felt like you've lost yourself in your motherhood journey or you don't take enough time for yourself, if you've been thinking to yourself that something in your life needs to change, if you've been praying for an answer or searching for something to help you change your life, then you are going to be so inspired by Amber's story in this episode today. I absolutely love Amber. She is humble, she is wise, she is mature, and she is so dang inspiring. And I'm just so honored to have had the privilege to coach her one-on-one for 12 weeks. Make sure you listen all the way to the end of the episode. Even if you have to listen in chunks throughout the day, you'll be so glad you did. Thanks for being here. Now let's dive into Amber's story. And if you're in a hard place and you feel like you're stuck, tomorrow you can get up and you can make decisions that I'm going to change and I'm going to be better and I'm going to get myself out of this rut. Like I shared in my blog post about my experiences with the the breakthrough program, um, I gave the experience of, or the analogy of being buried in a hole. And you can either choose to just stay in that hole and sit there and whine and complain about how awful your life is, or you can build a little step and start to dig yourself out of that hole. And when you build that first step, you need to celebrate that step. And that's one thing that Sarah taught me in the breakthrough program is that you need to celebrate your wins. And you know what? I wasn't celebrating any of my wins. And so I felt like I wasn't doing anything right. And that was unfortunate because I was doing a lot of things right and I was having a lot of great courage, but I wasn't giving myself any credit for it. And so once you build that first step, you need to step on that and you need to do your happy dance, throw your hands up in the air, turn on some party music and some dance, and then you get to work and you build another step and you dig yourself out of that hole. And yes, it's long and yes, it's hard and yes, it's an awful process and you get to the top and you're covered in dirt and sweat and yuck. But you know what? You jump in the shower, you wash yourself off and you don't stop there. You keep going, you build a staircase. And sorry, but the coolest thing about that staircase that you're building, it's gonna take you to places that you have never imagined for yourself. Well, welcome back to this week's episode of Motivation for Moms. I am joined here with the beautiful, the amazing, the Amber Bostwick. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be here. You're so welcome. It's our honor to have you. Now, I had the pleasure and the honor of working with you for the full 12 weeks in the Breakthrough Program, and you have come so far. And so I'm hoping that you'd be willing to share your story today, not just your experience in the breakthrough program, but really where you started and where you are now, because you have such an inspiring story. And now I feel like at least you're in such an exciting place with this next phase in your career. But before we get into all that, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us sort of your story? Hey, mamas, my name's Amber Bostwick. Um, And a little bit about me, I am a mother of three little girls. We are not boy makers. So um, (laughs) we um, have an interesting story. Um, I um, married a widow. Um, A lot of people 
don't usually go about motherhood like I did. I didn't have any kids before we got married. So um, my story is, is I went zero to three kids in one year. Um, so my husband, he has two little girls. Um, Nora was about two and a half when we started dating and Kennedy was about six months. And um, his previous wife um, had a glioplastoma, so a brain tumor. And so she passed away um, the day Kennedy was born. And so um, when Kennedy was born, she was actually born at 28 weeks because her mama was so sick. And so um, she had a rough go at the beginning, um, was in the hospital for about five months, and then came home and was pretty sickly, had to be on oxygen and had to be well cared for with a lot of doctor's visits. And when I came into the picture, um, I remember first two weeks of being married, I took her to the dietitian and the dietitian told me, hey, you're not feeding her enough. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? What? Like I'm giving her a bottle, I'm doing everything I know. So um, that's a little bit how we started. And then two months into marriage, I got pregnant with my little Ella. And so that's how I got three kids in one year. So it has been a roller coaster ride. We um, have been married for about three and a half years now. So Nora is almost six, Kennedy just turned four, and Ella is two and a half. Um, and I'm a stay-at-home mama. So I quit my job, got married, became a mom, and has have been a stay-at-home mom since. Yeah, that's, it's just <laughs> such an incredible story. You know, like you said, it's so um, unlikely that moms would start their life, their, their motherhood career really in that way. It was like, you went to, it was like zero to 60 in just short, <laughs> short period of time. And I can only imagine just how emotionally turbulent it must've been for you to, to start off your relationship this way too, because it was, it was all still so fresh for them, you know? And it's like, you came into their life with, you know, you coming from your own life, coming from, as a single woman with coming from your own, your own background, your own story. And then you're just kind of like thrown into this world. I mean, like, what was, what was that like for you emotionally? Ah, uh, emotionally, it was a roller coaster. But you know, when you're in the whirlwind of life, um, you just, you get through it. Um, and you just, you find a way to get through it. And so, um, with me, I was really, really blessed uh, to the to the family that I was married into, and so because of my situation, I have two sets of in laws um, and my family. And so when little Nora introduces herself when she's at school, she's like, "I'm special because I have two moms and three grandmas." And so, um, I'm really, really blessed with. Um, the family that I married into, um, specifically um, my husband's late wife, Meg's family. Um, sorry if I get a little emotional, but when Scott and I got married, I would say probably 90% of the people that attended our wedding was Meg's family. And wow. so that, just, that like goes to show like how accepting they are of me. Um, and so like Meg's parents, they call me their daughter-in-law. Um, we had, I remember we were out to lunch at Wendy's and we were sitting there and somebody came up that my mother-in-law knew and she she goes, this is Amber, my, my, <laughs> and then it was like Scott's wife. And so after that, we had the conversation that um, when you introduce us, just to keep things simple, let's, let's. I'm a daughter-in-law, you're my mother-in-law, and that's how we view it. Um, one of the things that I really, really like about our situation is, is that we don't use terms like step um, because it's my belief that a step is something that you walk on and you don't walk on family. Um, so when we refer to each other, I'm, I'm mama, 
and then we have Mama Meg, and we're the same. We're equal um, in the eyes of our of our children. Um, but at that specifically that time to answer your question, um, it was it was a difficult time um, because I was a newlywed and. I was, I married into a family that was grieving. Um, my husband was still grieving. Uh, she hadn't even been gone a year when we got married. And so a lot of people um, judged Scott for that. Uh, and I was, in some people's view, I was the bad guy. <laughs> um, but in other people's view, I was taking on a responsibility that that needed, they needed me. And those girls needed a mom um, and Scott needed a spouse and needed help. Um, so it was, it was just an interesting time. Um, like I moved into the house where they lived. I moved into the neighborhood that they lived. I attend the church that they went to. Um, I had to clean out her clothes in the closet so I could have a place to put my own stuff. Um, I had to go through her stuff and choose what to keep and what not to keep. And so it was difficult. It was really, really difficult to um, process and to handle those emotions. And I think I, I kept my head pretty level for the most part. But pregnancy hormones, um, all you mamas know how that ball rolls, um, made things really difficult. And then just um, getting used to being a mom, because at that time, Nora was potty training, Kennedy was teething, and I was sick, sick, sick pregnant. (laughs) And so So much. (laughs) And so that was really, it was really difficult. Um, So I think by the time... um, I was listening to this podcast and you had announced that you were starting your 12 week program. I was just mentally done. Mm-hmm. Um, I was burnt out. I was tired. I was overwhelmed. I felt like I had lost myself because I jumped feet first into marriage and motherhood and didn't take a break. I didn't take time for myself. I didn't do anything really for me. I don't, ever really remember having time for just me and those first couple of years. So I think I, I emotionally just didn't know who I was anymore. Yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. Anyone who's listening would probably imagine, you know, I probably want to ask you like, how did you, how did you not lose yourself during all of that, you know, entering into this other person's world, almost like your her shadow, like, and there was still so much grief that was so heavy, just hanging over everybody. And so I'd love to know, like, how, how did you find your place in your family? And um, what was that process like for you? Um. Or did that kind of come later once you were in the breakthrough program? Because I know that we have some specific weeks that are really um, designed for like, you know, like discovering your identity and things like that. A lot of it um, came down to is that uh, growing up, my mom had taught us, um, well, taught me, I'm an only child. So she taught me that things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I lost my dad. My dad died uh, when I was almost five. And so I think by going through that experience, it helped me to be able to better understand how to go through this experience. Um, So when people bring up anything about Meg or um, tell stories or that kind of stuff, sometimes I get a little teary-eyed and I feel like I get judged for that because I didn't know her, but I, it's all because I sympathize because I lost a parent young too. And I know how it feels. I know how it feels to grow up. And I didn't have a dad. My mom didn't ever remarry. And I remember wanting so bad to have a fatherly influence, but if that would have ever happened, I wanted that person to understand that you're not taking the place of my 
of my dad. I have a dad and I love my dad, but I wanted another dad. I wanted somebody to teach me the things that only a dad can teach you. Um, and so I think I came into this relationship with that kind of an attitude um, that I didn't want to replace their mom um, because she was a, she was an exceptional person from what I've been told in the stories. Very bright, very intelligent. Um, she worked in the medical field, very caring and loving person. And I didn't want to take anything of that away from my kids because my kids have a lot of qualities from their mom. That's what I was going to say when you said that like people were judging you for like not knowing her. That's just so unfair to me because you probably know her way more than people give you credit for just through them. Mm -hmm. And I've had to, um, at first it was hard because like even getting married and there was pictures of her all over the house and, um, you know, it was just, it was hard because I felt like I was comparing myself to her. Yeah. Um, and even sometimes I get into that mode where I feel like I'm comparing myself to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I have to remember that I need to know as much as I can about her because um, my kids are a part of her. Um, and they'll grow up and they'll have some characteristics from myself, mm-hmm. but they're going to have some built-in characteristics from their mom. And I think as they get older, it's cool to figure those things out because I thought that that was cool when my mom would tell me, hey, you're acting just like your dad. <laughs> like it, it was something that I didn't know because I didn't, I was so little, I didn't really remember those things. Yeah. So it's important to be like, Hey, you know, Nora is incredibly bright. Like she's headed into kindergarten. Um, and she's reading almost at a second grade level. Like she read a chapter book to me on, um, the ride that we took over the weekend and it's remarkable. And that is her mom. She gets that from her mom. And so it's just important that they know her. And so it's important that I learn things about her as well. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Like we have a good relationship with um, Meg's parents and they fill in the blanks and Scott helps to fill in the blanks. Um, and my other in-laws, um, Scott's parents help to fill in the blanks. And so I feel like it's kind of putting together the pieces of a life that, I didn't know because I didn't know her um, mm-hmm. when she was alive. So it's a cool, yeah. it's a cool process. You gotta, you gotta enjoy it. <laughs> you have displayed so much emotional maturity through all of this, and um, you know, even since working with you, you've you've come such a long way, and I can really see just how how open minded you are and how emotionally present you are for your family and for yourself and really like processing all of this. I mean, most people wouldn't have dealt with what you've gone through in the same, you know, like way you have, like, I don't, I hate to use the term, like be the bigger person, but you've really displayed so much wisdom and maturity through all of this. So I just want to commend you on that. You're just such an inspiration to so many people. There are a lot of blended families out there. There are a lot of moms from different types of families listening. And I just know that there are so many that are going to take so much inspiration with how you've handled yourself through, through everything. And it's not to say, I'm I'm sure it hasn't been a perfect journey. (laughs) I'm sure it's been messy at times and that's okay. You know, because that's just the process of growing together is sometimes it's messy and ugly. But um, I just want to say that. And I'd love to switch gears now to kind of how we met and, you know, where you've come since then. So from my perspective, I'd love to share kind of, you touched on sort of where you were when you found um, me and started listening to the podcast and applied for the breakthrough program. And at that time um, I have been doing coaching that was when I launched the breakthrough program as it is now in a course format where it's kind of a go at your own pace um, online course with the one-on-one coaching built in. 
And so I launched this program and I decided to run a, um, a, um, not a contest, but a, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I, I wanted to host a client to go through the program at no cost. And I received so many applications for this, this opportunity. And I'll be honest, it was really hard to make a decision of who to, to host in this program for, um, for no cost. And when I read your application, you know, what, everything that I do in my career on this podcast and, um, through my one-on-one coaching, I always have in mind my mission, which is to empower moms in order to positively impact the next generation. That's always what I have in the back of my mind. And the moms that come to me um, have very honorable reasons for why they're seeking out coaching. It's, it's, it's always an honorable reason when you want to better yourself and you want to better your life and you want to be happier and you want to find your purpose. But for you, it was such a unique situation because I could really see that the reason why you wanted help was because you wanted to help these kids. And like, I just get chills thinking about it. Like I remember being in tears when I read your application because it was so just, so aligned with, with my mission. And I thought, you know, if, if I bring her into this program, who knows how this could affect these kids. And that's, you know, the beauty and the honor and the joy that I have in my career is, is the ripple effects that the work that my clients do and how it, how it has positive effects on their family and, you know, generations to come. But I'd love to kind of hear your perspective of, um, coming into this program and how it's changed your life. Yeah. Um, the amazing thing is, is that I had been praying and searching and just wanting help for so long. And this came in the middle of COVID. Um, I was having migraines that started and I had went from doctor to doctor, medication to medication finally decided to just do my own thing. And so I started researching healthy habits and I was starting to make those changes. So I feel like I was in a place that I was ready to change. And so it came at the perfect time. Um, Never in a million years did I think I would have been chosen. Um, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't ever think that. Let's dive into that just for a second, though, because I think that that's really important. So, so have you ever asked yourself why? Like, why, why not you? That's a good question. Um, and with the breakthrough program, like I've started to change my my mental aspects of why not me? Why why can't I do whatever I want to do? Um, but at that time, like I didn't, I lacked the self confidence and myself, um, and my situation to feel like I was worthy enough to have such an opportunity. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of amazing as you go through this program, how your, uh, self-confidence grows, how you get more comfortable talking about things, um, not only to Sarah, but to, to your spouse, to your children, to your in-laws, to whoever you're wanting to build your relationship with. As you start to change and to get more confident in yourself, you can start to see your relationships change as well. And that's amazing. Uh, It's a a gift. That's a gift. Um, And it takes time to rework your brain to to thinking positive things. Uh, Because I know that as you start to think negative things and you've trained your brain over time to think those negative things. And a lot of that is your brain trying to protect yourself from making another mistake. Or if you've gone through something hard, your brain's going to try to rework itself. So you don't go through that hard thing again. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes that works out for the best, but a lot of times that just prepares you for self-sabotage. Um, 
which is another topic that is discussed in the breakthrough program. And um, I think a lot of my issues were me making things to be a bigger problem than they actually were. Um, they weren't that big of a problem, but in my brain, it seemed like life's threatening, like that tiger was chasing me. Um, yeah. And it really wasn't. Now, some people listening would argue that you do have big problems. I mean, the the problems that naturally come up as a result of your very unique situation. And it's like, gosh, I don't know how I would handle that. And um, like you said in the beginning, you just figure it out as you go along. But like, were you speaking more about just like general anxiety that you kind of dealt with every day when, when you referred to like your brain was making things out to be bigger problems. Yeah. General, general anxiety. Um, you, you know, you, as a mom, you want the best for your kids. And I was a new mom and I got, I was just thrown into it. Here you go. Here's your kids. Um, I'm going to work. See mm -hmm. And I had to figure it out. I didn't know anything. Um, and I think what it boils down to is that we know more than we give ourselves credit for. We, we have natural motherly instincts, whether you bore that child or you were given that child or you adopt that child, or it's a child down the road, like you have more motherly instincts than you give yourself credit for. Um, and another thing to point out, too, is that just because my experience is different than your experience doesn't mean that my experience is harder than your experience. So just just remember that because we're all different. We all came from different backgrounds and we are all put in a place where we're meant to be. We're meant to be in the place that we're in today. And if you're in a hard place and you feel like you're stuck, you know what? You Tomorrow you can get up and you can make decisions that I'm going to change and I'm going to be better and I'm going to get myself out of this rut. Um, like I shared in my blog post about my experiences with the, the Breakthrough Program, um, I gave the experience of or the analogy of being buried in a hole. Um, and you can either choose to just stay in that hole and sit there and whine and complain about how awful your life is, or you can build a little step and start to dig yourself out of that hole. And when you build that first step, you need to celebrate that step. And that's one thing that Sarah taught me in the breakthrough program is that you need to celebrate your wins. And you know what? I wasn't celebrating any of my wins. And so I felt like I wasn't doing anything right. Um, and that was unfortunate because I was doing a lot of things right and I was having a lot of great courage, but I wasn't giving myself any credit for it. And so once you build that first step, you need to step on that and you need to do your happy dance, throw your hands up in the air, turn on some party music and some dance and just dance it out or whatever, whatever makes your heart happy. However you celebrate things that that's eating a cheesecake or I don't know, going to a movie, doing whatever it is that you love to do. Cheesecake. Now you're talking, sister. <laughs> and, celebrate, and celebrate that win. And then you get to work and you build another step and you dig yourself out of that hole. And yes, it's long and yes, it's hard. And yes, it's an awful process. And you get to the top and you're covered in dirt and sweat and yuck. But you know what? You jump in the shower, you wash yourself off and you don't stop there. You keep going. You build a staircase. And Sorry, but the coolest thing about that staircase that you're building, it's going to take you to places that you have never imagined for yourself. Um, your best life. And like, even if you could imagine for that for yourself, it's 10 times better, maybe a trillion times better than what you thought for yourself. And that's the remarkable thing about how this program works is that it's giving you a foundation. It's digging you out of that hole and giving you a foundation. And then the staircase is up to you. Um, so that that's, that's 
this program in a nutshell is it's it's giving you the fundamentals to dig yourself out of a hole, um, dig yourself out of your rut that you're stuck in and giving you the courage and teaching you how to be confident in yourself. Um, and let me tell you, there's still days that I'm not confident in myself. And there's still days that I think I'm a crappy mother. And there's still days that I feel like my husband and I aren't getting along and we're arguing all the time. There's still days that I don't understand why I'm in this situation and why why I have these kids and why why any of it. And there's days that I don't get along with anybody, but they're becoming less and less. Um, it's not every day like it used to be. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing is is that you're given some tools that like when those days come, you know what to do for yourself. Um, and let me tell you, I'm still not perfect at it. I'm still I'm still learning and growing. And I don't want you to think that just because I'm on this podcast and just because Sarah's interviewing and just because I won um, the opportunity to do the breakthrough program for no cost, I don't want you to think that I'm so much better than you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm in this boat of motherhood with all of you. Um, and it's hard. Being a mom is hard. Like I, I tell my husband, I'm like, sometimes I feel like parenthood is just a crapshoot because you, you don't, you don't have a guide. You don't have a book. Nobody gives you a big book and says you, you push your baby out of the hospital and then they give you a book on motherhood. Here's how to be a mom. No, (laughs) they don't give you that. Um, and that's the cool, the cool thing because there's wiggle room in motherhood. So wiggle room for you to be you and to, for you to bring your experiences. And I can guarantee you that every kid that you have in your, in your life, whether adopted step kid, or you've had it yourself, you have for a reason. There's a reason that you've been given them. It's all of the experiences and everything that you have to offer them. You have more than you think you do. Amen to that. I couldn't agree more. Gosh, what a beautiful story and just so many beautiful words of wisdom that I know is going to touch so many moms listening and just change the lives of so many of us. I mean, I've just literally had goosebumps this entire time you've been talking. Like, it's just so beautiful. I just feel so, so grateful and honored that I get to do this work and I get to watch these kind of growths and evolutions come about and witness it. It's so inspiring to me. Um, You know, what you said about you are their mom for a reason. I just, I couldn't agree more. And I, I can't help but think that, you know, we, we don't always know, like you said, why, we have to go through what we have to go through and why we are given the challenges that we are given on a daily basis. And sometimes it just doesn't seem fair and we don't feel strong enough to get through it. But like you said, we are stronger than we think. And I always say that on this podcast, we have more power than we give ourselves credit for. And, you know, it's been said that we we aren't given more than, than what we can handle. And that just means that someone or something out there, or maybe it's within us sees something greater than what we see in us and sees such a brighter future than we even see. And I think that that's what I hope for with each and every one of my clients who go through the breakthrough program. You know, you were really the first one to go through the breakthrough program as it is today in the 12 week format like that. And then there's been, you know, a dozen or so go through it since. And I think the, the, the outcome that I hope for, for each and every one. And what I really saw in you was it's not necessarily about the goals that you reach, but it's about who you become on the way to reaching your goals. And so can you tell us a little bit about where you are now and what you're feeling excited about? And, you know, maybe a little bit on how you've touched on how far you've come, but like, what is something that you're just feeling so proud of today? A lot of things. Um, I went 
last night in preparation for this, I got out my breakthrough journal and I just went through and I read um, like where, where I was rating myself at the beginning and where I was rating myself at the end. And I kind of did a mental check-in and of where I would rate myself now. Um, and I feel like this was a lifetime ago. Like mm -hmm. I feel like this person was, it was just forever ago. It's not who I am anymore. Um, Isn't that crazy? I know. I feel the same way. And it was only like, I finished the program the beginning of this year. Yeah. Um, and it feels like it was 10 years ago. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of things that I'm still working on. Um, and I think with, with COVID and with the shutdown and with all of that, that happened, I think it took a toll on everyone's mental health. So I think everyone is in this boat of needing assistance and mental health. Um, and so for me, like I've read a few books on happiness um, and trying to find ways to be happy now is one of my goals. And that's where I'm at currently is finding, finding ways to be happy. And um, another person that I listened to their podcast, um, she said, finding what's awesome about this. So when you're, when you're going through a hard time and you've had a bad day, ask yourself, what's awesome about this? And I've done this for like the past week or so. So when my husband's late because he works in heating and air, and if I'm, I'm in Utah, and Utah is hot, 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 and no rain. Um, and so everything's burning up, and including us. And so he's working around the clock trying to keep people comfortable and safe. And so what's awesome about this? Um, you know, I get to spend more time with my girls. I get to um, enjoy the fact of knowing that my husband's helping people and setting a good example for my girls of what it is to have hard work. Mm -hmm. um, switching gears. And um, through this program and through my background, I found um, my passion for health and wellness. Um, I'm obsessed. Did you even know that you were going to go this route when you started? No. Uh, no. Um, I started like a Facebook group online and an Instagram thing like right before I started. And I called it Finding Myself because... Um, I felt like I needed to find myself and I didn't know how to do it. And I felt like if I had other people supporting me that it would hold me accountable um, and keep me going in this movement. And so just recently, I think it was yesterday or the day before I changed it from finding myself because I found myself um, <laughs> to being healthy like a boss. Um, and my last name's Bostwick, so it's just a clever play off of my last name. So I love uh, it. Being healthy like a boss. And so I am obsessed with learning, learning how to basically healthy hack your life. Um, and so when I when I started the program, it was towards the end of 2020. And my November goal was to go through November without eating any white flour. And let me tell you, Thanksgiving's in November and my mother-in-law makes the best <laughs> rolls I've ever tasted. <laughs> and I had to watch everybody else eat those rolls without me eating one. And that was hard. I remember you going through that. Yeah. But let me tell you, now, when I eat any kind of white flour, it sends me into a migraine. Yeah. Um, and so, and I have it for three days. And mm. so I have to mentally go through that process of, is this worth it? Right. Is this worth my three days of pain? Or can I just sub it out? And so mm -hmm. I've made a lot of healthy changes. Um, and it, they're easy. And sometimes people think that health and wellness is hard and it's complicated and you have to do this or that or the other and you know what it's easy yeah um, so my mission as i go forward is i want to make health easy for people 
make it so easy that you can't not do it. Like you just, you have to do it because it's so easy. Um, and just making healthy switches. It's not like you have to become a health queen overnight. You start small. Mm-hmm. You make it so ridiculously easy that you just have to do it because it's easy. Um, so I've went through my pantry. Um, I've read books on like additives and all of that. And I went through and I've swapped out things. So it's not like I'm eating completely different things. I'm still like ice cubes and kale chips. Oh yeah. (laughs) Healthy is like, I got to eat a salad every day Mm -hmm. Um, and which you should eat a salad every day. I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't, but you can also eat other things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like one of the, the swaps that I thought would never happen in our house was syrup, like for pancakes. Yes. And my husband told me like first couple of weeks of marriage, I was unpacking my stuff and I had a bottle of just like cheap, no name brand pancake syrup. Uh-huh. And I, I don't like syrup. So it didn't matter to me what kind of brand of syrup it was because it was like, it's all gross. Uh-huh. Um, he's like, this is not allowed in my house. We <laughs> have um, Mrs. Butterworth and that's it. And so I've actually got my husband, it's taken three years of marriage, but I've got him to switch over to the pure maple syrup. It's so good. Kids have, they eat their pure maple syrup on their pancakes. Made Love it. Um, And you did that. You made that, you set an example and you changed the tides of your family and you changed was just one wave by one wave. And slowly but surely with your example, you are positively influencing your family and therefore the next generation. Look at you, girl. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing how the ripple effect of you making small changes for yourself spills over to other people. Yes. Um, and some people don't want anything to do with my healthy business and that's okay. That's their choice. They're not ready for it yet. Right. Um, but I know how good it's making me feel and I can't keep it to myself. And I so love it. I just, I have to share it with everyone. So and I can see that, that passion and just light coming out of you. And like the, so many times you've been talking, I've seen you tear up, you know, I'm watching you were on video and obviously the podcast listeners can't see you, but, but there's just been that deep, deep feeling of purpose in what you're doing. And so what's the next phase of life going to look for you if if you had your way? (laughs) If I had my way, there's never a crystal ball. And so (laughs) I know things, things will change, but my plans are, um, I want to enroll in a holistic health coach program. Um, and I plan to do it in the fall. So we'll, we'll see how that rolls out. Um, but I'm super excited. I've done my research on the programs. Um, and I seem to really fit well with this one. Um, and so it's a year long program. So after that year, um, I could go anywhere with it. I would like to do some kind of online program that just breaks down how to be healthy, um, for people and making it, make it easy. It it shouldn't be hard and it shouldn't be overwhelming, but there's a lot of information out there and a lot of opinions. And I'm not saying that my opinion's best, but I think it's, it's important to find what works for you because if you do what works for somebody else, it's not going to work because you don't believe in it and you, it'll work for a month or two or however long you stick to it. But after that, you're going to go back to eating however you like and Mm -hmm. you're not going to stick to it. But if you find a program that works for you and something that you can become passionate about, then you're going to stick to it and you're going to make a lifetime of healthy choices. So that's, that's my goal is I want to teach people how to find a program that works for them. Um, that they can sustain for long periods of time, years, not, I mean, for the rest of their life, instead of just a six month, get healthy. Let's go. 
kind of thing. Well, I have no doubt that you are, in fact, going to help so many people and so many families in this career path that you're on. And I'm just, I'm so excited for you because I know that when we started working together, this wasn't on the agenda. This wasn't on your goals list. And that's something that has evolved, you know, over our 12 weeks together. And was so, it's always so exciting to like see what goals become not just achieved, but like started when, when you work with a coach. And I had the same experience when I worked with my first coach, it was like, I set more goals being in the coaching uh, capacity and container than I did beforehand. And I think, you know, just to bring this full circle to what you said about, you know, you said that there, there are so many options and there are so many opinions out there and there are so many things you could do in health, but that's true for anything. And it just goes to show, like, if you feel stuck, like you said earlier, so many people are in a place where they just feel stuck. They feel like they've tried so many things. They feel like they can't climb out of the hole. But like you said, you just you just make a decision to take that first step. Just create a step. Like you don't find the step, you create the step, you know? And it's just taking those small actions that build on each other. And so what a beautiful example of what you have done. You know, you took that step to apply for um, the breakthrough program and you took the next step, which was to really apply yourself in the breakthrough program. And you did. I mean, you were devoted every single week. You were there. You were there for our coaching calls. You were there on Marco Polo for our, you know, back and forth video messaging every, almost every day. Yes. You were there every single week doing the assignments and always checking in with me. And if I could give you a gold star, I would. <laughs> but the oh. gold star is really, you know, the effect that it has had on you and in your life and, and on your family. And so I just wanted to really say how proud I am deeply of you as a person and how you've stepped into your individuality on this path and how you've opened so many doors for yourself and for your future. And I just know you have a very bright future. And, you know, you said earlier that your family, your in-laws are, um, you feel blessed to, to have them and to, have all this new family, but really girlfriend, they are so incredibly blessed to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been such an honor working with you and talking to you. And is there anything else you'd like to leave the audience before we wrap up? Um, I just want to leave you with one piece of advice. And that advice is, is something that I've been trying to teach my daughter, Nora. Um, she recently has created everything to be a race. So it's, we are in a race to who can get their clothes on in the morning first, who can get buckled up in the car first, who can eat their dinner first. It's always a race. And she talks about, well, I came in first place and you came in second place. And I told her, I'm like, you know, first off, it's okay when you become, when you get in first place to be happy for yourself and say, yes, I did it. But it's another thing to start bragging about yourself. And so we've talked about being a good sport, but there's one thing more. And this is the point that I want to make is, is that no matter what race you're running, whether it's a physical race or the race of life, don't compare yourself to where other people are at. Compare yourself to where you were at yesterday and the day before that six months ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, whatever it was, compare yourself to you. Um, that's the only way you're going to make progress in anything, whether it's work, whether it's a breakthrough program, whether whatever it is, is comparing yourself against you. So when I talk to my daughter about these things, I say, hey, if you're running a race, you're out there and you're on the mark and you run, they're going to time you to see how fast you go. And so you may get last place, but that time on that clock may be quicker than your last race. And that's what's important. It doesn't matter what place you come in. It doesn't matter um, if Amber is this far on her journey and Sarah is this far on her journey. It doesn't matter. It matters where you're at on your journey right now. And as long as you are better than you were yesterday, then you're 
then you're improving, then you're better, then you've won first place. Um, so be in a competition with yourself. I love um, it. Not with other people. What a powerful thing to end on. And okay, so how can the listeners get in touch with you, follow you, learn from you, say hi to you? Yeah, follow me. Um, search for me on Instagram and Facebook. It's healthy like a boss with one S. Um, and so just search for that. And then it's got the twick at the end. So there's usually a, a period or a slash in there, but um, it's healthy like a boss twick. But love it. You, if you if you search that, you can be able to find me. Um, I do have a blog and all of my links to my blog are on both of my Facebook and Instagram. So you can find those um, in the bio of Instagram and then just any of my posts on on the Facebook and it's at the top too. Um, also my email, if you want to email me, is healthylikeaboss at gmail. Um, with one S, right? With one S. We're a boss with one S because I don't need to. Um, <laughs> um, so just follow me, uh, reach out to me, and then hopefully in the future, I'll be able to be a health coach for you guys and teach you how to do, how to change your life for the better and to be healthier. Um, but for right now, just follow me. I really like to read books and then I always post a review of what I've read. Um, and there's some really good information out there. Um, and then I do some recipes and some healthy swaps as well. So I love that. Yeah. Everything you post is so very inspiring and motivational and that's why you're here listening, right? So if you are a listener, do me a favor, please either send her a DM on Instagram or Facebook or send her an email or you know what? You're even in our private Facebook group. Um, I our, am. So you yeah. moms, you can reach out to me and you'll see mm -hmm. my personal account on um, motivation for moms. So, yeah, so the motivated moms Facebook group, send her a message, please. And let her know what you took away from this episode and from her story and from our inspiring conversation today and make sure that you follow her journey because like she said, she's becoming a health coach and she is going to be able to help you in the future, get healthier so that you can feel better and so that you can show up more fully in this life. So please do that. And Amber, thanks again for coming on today. It's been so nice to have you. Oh, you are so welcome. Thanks for the invite and thanks for the breakthrough program and having the courage to do that because without your courage, I wouldn't have had the courage to make a change. So we're all here because of you. And that's, that's a great thing that I will forever be grateful for. So thank you. Oh, so love you, girl. Love you too. Thanks. You guys, thanks for listening all the way till the end. You should be proud of yourself. Listen, if you are ready to find yourself, the doors to my 12-week coaching program breakthrough open on Sunday. I only have a few limited spots available, so go get on the list at themamamiracle.com forward slash breakthrough. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll talk to you soon.